gosh, I, would, I forgot I even had that in my pack. Yeah, that's exactly the sport, man. I, if Joe flicked my ear, I'd, I'd probably kind of come in the forehead. We're back from the wildernesses of North America. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I've got David D. Austin to my left. His ears are not tucked in. Frank Peralta drawing big, hairy, enormous. Triumphant bastards. Yep. And we got uh, my longtime friend of Fudge, 2007 or 8. 2008. 8. Uh, Isaac, I would say Ailman. Is that correct? That's fine. Yeah. Aliman. You stick it that it's way. It's German. Alibaba. <laughs> with uh with black rifle coffee what's up not much thanks for having me on guys i appreciate it nice oh, um so you guys are back from your we've all been all over hell's half acre you guys we're here today to talk about caribou with bill from iron will yeah we're back it's been a month this is the first time we've all been back in the same spot at one time well, I've only heard bits and pieces of the story, so I'm, I'm excited. Um, as I understand it, Dave shot a bigger caribou than you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, both of ours uh, are bigger than Frank's. Luke, Sorry, guys. Uh, Luke, Luke <laughs> Cadillo has the same cardio as you two fucks. Uh, <laughs> as I understand it, you guys both need to get on the treadmill. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. In, in my defense, I had uh, bronchitis for like a month. Nobody got time for that. Did you have bronchitis <laughs> when we hiked into the mule deer spot? No. Okay. Hey, you need I was to just, bring that mic over to you. I was just fucked that whole time. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Talk well, again, David. And that is the breakdown uh, of the caribou hunt. Yeah. Me sucking air the whole time. Yeah. No, I'm just giving you guys shit. But seriously, get on the treadmill. Um, <laughs> so why don't you, Frank, start it off. Yeah, well, uh, how, how everything um, went. <clears throat> yeah, we... We had uh, Bill on for the podcast probably um, early this year, late last year, and I think it was he was here to talk about the uh, the Snyder system, and um, he just so happened to bring up the caribou hunt, and he's like, "Do you guys want to go?" I'm like, "Shit, sure, we want to go." So anyway, fast forward until September, we uh, Aaron wasn't able to make it, so that left a spot open for Luke. Luke was giving us the runaround on going, so we we're like, "Hey, Isaac." You're more deserving for this hunt. No, I'm just kidding. But I was second choice. <laughs> you guys were like a combined first. Like, who is a, per, a person of color that we can bring with us to make us look better? Self-imposed no, affirmative <laughs> action. I'm like, look, we got to bring a brown or a black, yeah. yellow or red guy. Like, we can't bring a white guy. Especially Dave's uh, got his head shaved. Yeah. 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 Like, I got one white supremacist already. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's white. Good point. But Bill is the, the geek demographic. He's the dork, even though he is funny when you get him going. He actually yeah, is funny. He's an engineer. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah he is. Well, you got you to get him to open up, though. You're not going to see that, like, in the first five minutes. Oh, I got that in probably first ten minutes, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for the longest time when we started talking, uh, we were just wondering if he was going to be, you know, tired of us talking about dicks and poop the entire trip. <laughs> and? And if he was, he, did, he didn't... He didn't show his. He didn't show it. Yeah, he didn't show it. Yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill's a good dude. He's 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 pretty chill. Um, so explain. First, we're gonna overload Alaska. Somewhat explain how. Like I have already been on that hunt, and I think I had mentioned to you guys if I took my stick bow, as you guys saw, there would be fifteen to thirty caribou running around with arrows sticking out of them because it's a. It's it's difficult to get close. Why don't you guys explain the bear problems, kind of geographically, what it looked like, that kind of that kind of stuff. I'd say what you would have changed in gear too, because it sounds like you guys froze your balls off. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I'd say uh, I didn't really have much to go off of. Uh, we went off of Bill's experience last year, which was I think completely different than what we experienced this year. He let us know that you know when he got out there last year, it was hot. It was probably in the 60s and the 70s. He was hunting in a t-shirt most of the time. Great weather, no rain. Um, so uh, instead of doing more research, we kind of went off of that. And um, yeah, we kind of got the complete opposite. Yeah, I think we, we picked up some tips from uh, John Barclow. He had just gotten back from, from Alaska too on a caribou hunt. And we talked to him about what, uh, what gear we should bring as well. Isaac, you got anything? Well, I'll, I'll say this. We, um, so we flew in with Ram Aviation, great group of people over there. I think uh, Brian is the main guy over there. He's the owner. 
Have you ever seen Brian, Aaron? Ram Aviation. I he does look honest, like me. Honestly, <laughs> I've, I've never We're like. Oh shit, it's Aaron. Honestly, I've never seen those two in the same room at the same time. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can say that too. <laughs> I can't fly shit. Uh, nope. <laughs> so we flew in with Ram Aviation. It was a, a pretty cool setup. They uh, split us in between two planes, loaded us up with gear. I kind of packed like it was a, a backcountry hunt. Same here. We so all we, thought it was going to be like a backcountry hunt. And, uh, later to find out there were other camps that had like skillets and fucking steaks and shit and we're over here eating um peak refuel meals which are delicious but um you know we could have we could have uh had a little bit more luxurious of a of a time there but funny thing is we got dropped off on this big knob gravel knob and it was knob knob and load um (laughs) it was a big big ridge basically and um it was easy to walk around and we're like i would I was thinking internally, at least, I was like, "Dude, what the fuck is everyone talking about the tundra being so hard to walk around on? Like, this is this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is simple. We got this. We got day. there. The, there were uh, a few guys there from Georgia, I think it was, and three out of four of them had killed out, and they and we're like, "Dude, this is going to be a piece of cake." And they and, shot their caribou in camp, basically yeah, from camp. I mean, just a few hundred yards off of camp. So we we landed, and you know they were just cleaning their animals up, and you know gut piles over there, and. And we were like, well, wow. And as, as we land, there are caribou coming through camp. Pretend that Mike's a person. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold it to your face. <laughs> Don't lick it. Okay. That better. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Cool, yeah. cool bunch of dudes. Uh, Fargo customers, actually. They're, mm-hmm. they're pretty cool. They, um, the pilots were only able to fly out two of them on that first trip. So two of the guys hung back and they hung out with us at camp for probably three or four hours, um, which was cool. You know, had some coffee with them, heard their story. And uh, we just so happened to that evening see a, a, a tank on the end of the ridge. And we're like, dude, first thing in the morning, we're going to walk out there, shoot this thing you know, r- right away. And uh, that's not, that wasn't the case. Not the case at no, all. No, I, w- I was super bummed because we, uh, actually, you guys were hanging out in the teepee. I went out to take a leak and glassed it up. And I was freaking out because it was a monster. And I'm like, shit, I want to shoot this thing. But you can't, you can't shoot anything the, the day you fly. So you have to wait till the next morning. And by that time, glassed up some other ones and i went and filmed bill that morning and you guys went out went that direction looking for the big bull yeah i mean so frank and i were looking at this ridge we're like we're gonna go over this ridge there's gonna be a lot of caribou over there and that's where we learned hiking the tundra is a whole different thing (laughs) yeah muskeg sucks (laughs) yeah yeah we got off the gravel and we're like dude what the fuck (laughs) it was like uh, the only thing uh, when people ask me the only way i can equate it is to like walking in close to knee deep snow you're walking like one mile per hour. Yeah, well, walk. that's where we got the name of the muskeg. Clay Lancaster mm-hmm. came up with it. Um, the, there's a different name for it we can't use, um, it, but it's like little astroturf heads that are like <laughs> one to three foot tall. Yeah. Um, and so it looks flat from a distance, um, but you can look and see, oh, man, it should take about an hour to get across that, and there you are three hours later and lactic acid built up. and can't hardly walk. Is that what you guys experienced? Yeah, it's like half half inflated basketballs buried in in grass, basically. Yeah, yeah. But the thing I liked about there, I noticed, is the altitude was, you know, what we're at. I mean, I wasn't winded, though. I mean, I was out of shape, but I wasn't winded. And then I wasn't, you know, drinking a ton of water as well. So that's the thing I noticed being just that lower altitude and not dusty. I mean, that's the thing I enjoyed from it. I mean, if I just would have been in better shape, yeah. Well, if I would have been like Frank, this guy over here, been a different story. <laughs> Completely different yeah. story. But that's what kind of shape liked. were you in? I was in, uh, I'm in dad bod shape, I'd have to say. That's the look right now, though. That's the look, though. Yeah. Dad bod. Flex. Flex? Oh, you are flexing. You need to hammer. <laughs> <laughs> when is he unflexed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, we do have a nice sore next gym at Black Raffle Coffee. Oh, I, I will start using it. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days <laughs> oh lord so you going yeah so first day uh isaac and i had went a different direction than um dave and uh bill actually i think we you and i went and glassed for a bit yep. dave and bill dropped down into the canyon we were kind of you know like i said we were up on this ridge there's a, a canyon and a creek down below and just on the other side of the creek there were two groups of uh, caribou one pretty decent bull and then one really really nice bull and those guys went after that and um they were gone for quite a while. I think you guys were gone for probably half the day. Yeah, just, I think just we got back around. Got back around like four a.m. or something. Um, 
it was a t- it was tough hiking. I mean, it took us forever to get over there. There's not much to not much terrain to kind of like stalk in on animals. You, I mean, you get a hundred yards from the caribou, they spot you. Mm-hmm. And so, and I I took my bow. My goal was to try to get a caribou with my bow. So I hunted the first two days with my bow. <laughs> well, yeah, that first day, uh, Isaac and I popped over that that ridge um, the, on the opposite direction. We saw a really nice caribou head straight for us, basically, and there were two rows of uh, alders, basically two small creeks. And we were like, dude, just fucking run over to that alder patch and they might run past you. And um, that big caribou ended up being with a smaller one that spotted you, but they, they kind of just skirted around and, and Isaac um, had a pretty cl- decent opportunity. Not super close. It was, what was it, over 100 yards? It was over 100 yards, but I think by the time he got to me, he mm-hmm. was 100. Yeah. And I, I'll just admit it, I shanked that shot. I did the whole Well, Isaac drawback. is from Utah. He'll, <laughs> I didn't do send that. It. I pulled that bow back, <laughs> released, and moved my bow to the left to see where my arrow went. So <laughs> that was that right there. <laughs> How much did you miss by? Oh, I was right over his back, man. I was like just straight over his back. Because like I, the way I explain uh, caribou to anybody that has kids out there, Caribou are like, they're like fucking toddlers. They don't sit still. <laughs> they're constantly moving. I mean, they have to sleep while they're moving. I swear. I, I mean, I, the one, I mean, the one I shot, he bedded. That's the only one I ever saw bedded. Yeah. Other than that, I didn't see a caribou bed. They're always moving. Mm-hmm. So, so I completely shanked that shot. That was it for me. Yeah. I, so I think, I, go ahead. I think I had told you that I think before yeah. you left that that's one of the reasons I was like, I don't know with the recurve that it's a good idea because I'm not saying I'm unethical, but I am saying you three days straight with animals at 70 yards, there may be some Fred Baron going on. Have you ever seen the Fred Bear uh, field mode oh, videos? Yes. yes. <laughs> first video. Bring lots of arrows. Drops a 78-yard bomb with a stick. And then he hits one in the femoral when you, you know what I mean? And then I know friends that were friends with Fred, and, and they were... They were winging arrows. I mean, they were just shooting. Oh, they were launching. It wasn't the, that back then. Wasn't the attitude was get an arrow in them? Yeah, yeah. And you listen, he'd be like, we have to get within our effective archery range, which is 50 to 60 yards, and then out of the gate, giant caribou. And they didn't gap shoot back then. They were gripping and ripping. Just And you can see the arrow, even with that shitty-ass film, and he hits it right in the fucking ass. And they get, they get it. <laughs> what is that I called? Firing for effect? Yeah, it's like artillery. Yeah. So, like, stick bows are quiet. It's going to take a second. So, that was one of the things where I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't think this is a, a, a good idea. And, and you were like, I'm taking a gun. And I'm like, okay, you guys are going to be okay. So, how long was that a, a, right after that arrow where you like, give me the gun, Frank? No, Not I quite. was, <laughs> no, I, I, I still was going to use my bow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, you know, going to try it, give it a try. And we hunted that day and then the, it was the second day of hunting. We went in with Bill, and then that's where Frank's story comes in. Yeah. We don't want to skip over Dave's, though, Dave. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah oh, we, I'm so sorry. So Dave, we, went on, we went on this stock here and, and came back, and uh, kind of around that same time, these guys showed back up, and um, Dave looked like someone fucking beat the shit out of him with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was oh, beat. man. Dave almost died. We did, what, uh, probably six miles that day um, already, and I was, I was exhausted, so I just went and sat down in camp. I'm like, damn, I'm tired. Had a couple snacks. Um, we may have had some coffee just to kind of like get a little more energy in us. Um, and I was like, you know what? I, I filmed Bill all morning. You guys had kind of had that experience with that big bull. So I just, I'm like, I'm going to grab my rifle, just take a little walk. So I walked in that direction and probably went about a half mile and saw a huge bull just, you know, another mile away. So I'm like, I'm going to just move that direction, see if I see anything. And I just kept going and going and going. And it seemed like it never ended, but. Um, pretty soon I spotted a, a younger bull in the, in the alders. I could see his, his antlers sticking up over the top of it. And I was like, Hey, I might be okay with this. This is my first caribou hunt. I'm, I might just go over and shoot it. I got closer and it, it was pretty small, but, um, looked across the draw and there was a, a giant deadhead, uh, from a caribou. So I went over and was just checking it out and looked up at the, uh, smaller caribou. And there was a big bull that just stood up next to him and I started freaking out and, uh, yeah, I, I took a long shot, but I had that gun dialed. I mean, I was shooting what thousand yards with it, and you know, hitting you know pretty much a paper plate. Um, so I, I laid down, checked the wind, you know, got my range and everything, and shot, and didn't move. Either, either did the younger one. 
So I, I picked up the gun and ran. I hauled ass and I cut the distance in half and drilled that sucker at 450. Hey, were you, were you in Muskeg when you were running? Um, no, it was actually a little bit better. Um, I was going to say, because Muskeg running's fun to film. <laughs> <laughs> Shuffling. <laughs> I fell on that stuff quite a few times. Um, that big moose on my head, that big moose pack out where Clay with the bet that I couldn't do it. That was in Muskeg. Oh, that was oh, not, dude, not brutal. Good, brutal. Uh, Clay, not to just to, Clay has a story which will he may have told when he's on the podcast packing out in Muskeg with a moose and tripped on it. And those moose hit that load was three hundred pounds or more. His was probably two fifty, and the moose fell on top of him, so his face was in the Muskeg, and he couldn't fucking. And he was stuck there because his his fat little legs are kicking because he can't move, and he's got two hundred fifty pounds pressing uh. his face into Muskeg. Ugh. People walk by like, what are you doing? And he's like, hurry up. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> taking a break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so what happened then? Uh, I just, I, I couldn't believe it. I just uh, gathered up all my stuff, went over to that bull. And man, I, this is easily the biggest bull we saw up until then. Um, and seeing that silver velvet, beautiful cape on it. It was really cool. And then uh, I, I send an inreach message to all the guys in camp. I'm hoping they are close by. And they're about two miles away. And I'm like, bull down. And Frank's like, what? <laughs> well, we, um, Isaac and I had went in the backside of the hill because we, um, I think we spotted the bull that, the group of bulls that he shot earlier right. that day. Yeah, we they did. were walking that direction. So we, we went and glassed from camp and, um, while you were resting. And we came back and we're like, where the fuck is Dave? Uh, Bill's like, he went to, he went to go check out, you know, this area or whatever. Um, so we were like sitting at camp having, I think we were like eating dinner and having coffee yeah. and we're like, it's getting late, man. We're fucking worried about Dave. <laughs> it's okay because you weren't feeling too good anyway. Um, from the start, I think you were having some stomach problems. We were like a little worried about you. And then all of a sudden we got this message, bull down. We're like, oh shit, bull down. And um, cool thing about the inReach, I think everyone should get one. But cool thing about it is you were able to send your location. Yep. Um, so you know, we, we geared up, dropped all of our gear basically at camp, took our rain gear with us and our empty packs and, and uh, hauled ass over there, which ended up taking probably, I don't know. It was only two miles, but it probably took an hour at least yeah, to get yeah. over there. Yep. So I'm sitting there uh, getting these messages back from these guys, and I'm eating snacks, just laying down in the, in the muskeg stuff. You know, I'm just laying there sitting by my pack, and this bull comes up to me. I can see him coming, <laughs> from, coming from a half mile away. I don't know why he came straight to Upgrade. me. Upgrade. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, would have been a downgrade. Yeah, it would have been a downgrade. Yeah. But was it bigger than Frank's bull? Uh, maybe, maybe taller. <laughs> you son Not of as a bitch. <laughs> But this thing came to 20 yards from me and I'm laying there and it's like looking at me, checking me out. Like, what the hell is this? And it's running circles around me and I'm filming it and I'm just like, holy shit, someone needs to be here with a bow because when you're, when you're out trying to stalk them, you can't get close. But when you're just sitting there, they come to you. Weird. They're curious. Yeah, very curious yeah. animals. So they finally get to me. We get some photos. We get them cut up. Um, and we get loaded up and I'm taking the, the cape, the head and all my gear, which is pretty heavy. but um, these guys have all the meats split up and they all ass. Frank's taken off. I, this is the first time I think I've seen Frank pack meat. And he's like, <laughs> I mean, he could be packing usually, meat right now. Usually, I don't know. Usually he's facing away. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, so he's hauling ass. He's going faster than I can with no weight. And uh, he gets back to camp, drops the meat, comes back, and he meets me still a half mile from camp and takes the weight for me. And I'm, I'm already like, you know, eight miles in that day in that, in that muskeg stuff. Um, and it's killing me and, uh, just grabbed the weight and, and took it for me. That was awesome. I know I was excited. I mean, I just, we're hiking in, I'm behind Frank. I'm following him, following him. Next thing I know, I'm looking down you know, looking around and look up I'm like, holy shit, is that Frank up there? And next thing you know, he's at the top, like, holy shit. Look at this guy. To be young, keep ha keep yeah. hammering. To keep to be young, <laughs> and then he comes back and like, oh yeah, it's not we're... just age, dick kid. I'm your age. <laughs> 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 Sorry, how old are you? Forty five. Yep, it's not age. Sorry. Well, no, Bill. Bill proved that as well too. Yeah, I say Bill's a fucking animal. Yeah, he is yeah. an animal. Yeah. <laughs> but when, yeah. but I saw Frank coming back. I'm like, oh hell yeah, Frank gonna get my pack and take it up. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like another half mile behind you. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I think it was about a two mile pack out, and uh, 
I met so you. On a I, met level you of I met you at about a mile. One to ten. Where were you at and where were them on pack out abilities? Damn. Frank's not, he's honest, not good about putting me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> one to ten? He's a, he's a ten? <laughs> I felt good in Alaska, man. I was, I mean, I've only been there once before, but I felt like a ten there. Yeah. I mean, the, there's no altitude to, to battle. It's mainly your hip flexors lifting your leg so high. I mean, that's, that was it. Um, these guys. <clears throat> uh, Bill just told me, he goes, I'm pretty sure that Frank's help, Isaac and, and David would have died. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill doesn't normally say that. I'm like, how bad was it? He goes, they were in bad shape. <laughs> hey, I was in front of Bill. Hold on, time out. Hiking, hiking out, David's bull. I beat Bill back to camp. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, so I, you didn't give a number, Frank. Don't oh, skate around shit, that. man. I don't know. Do they, we'll say you guys were at maybe like a five. I think Frank like was thinking a three, three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh, shit. The way I saw it is if I could help him out, you know, I'd, I would haul ass back to camp, drop my, drop my load, and uh, come back, haul ass, and, and see if I could help out. So, you know, it's always good to be a, a, a contributor, contributor to, to the uh, group if you can when you're out hunting. Don't just be a lazy bastard. So if I could help you guys out, I'd help you guys out. So hustled up and uh, helped Dave out. I gotta say, man, you can't go tines up on a caribou. It, it was yeah. for the, uh, it was for the, the gram, the shot. Well, when it looked awesome, but the, it was just too. I, that shit was uncomfortable as hell. <laughs> the book. I was like, the other, the, the other dude? reason we had to go up, there are no sticks in Alaska. That's true. The tundra, there's nothing. So I, I was looking for a stick to put between the antlers, keep them from swinging. I didn't have any hiking poles. I didn't have sticks, so I, it would have just been swinging around. And rubbing the velvet, <clears throat> and I was, I was worried point, about that. Was, he yeah. did kill a fucking toad of a of a caribou. That was that thing had the, probably the biggest shovel of any caribou that we saw the whole time. I think it was definitely just yeah. a fucking giant. So that was a cool experience to be a part of. We were super I, happy for him. You you messaged me, so I figured it had to be big because I was can't remember. What, I think I was in the ground blind. Maybe anyway, you were like, I shot a monster. Thank you so much, and I'm like. Ooh, it must be because I, I think that's the first message I got from you on an inreach. And I'm like, oh shit, it must be big if he's messaging me. Oh, so. I was so happy. I, I, this has been a dream of mine to go to Alaska and hunt caribou for a very long time. And for this to happen, I, I can't thank you guys enough. It, it was just so awesome. Well, the crazy thing is, is, you know, David and I, we've been friends for a while and we've talked about this for years. I'm like, yeah, bro, I don't think it's ever going to happen though. You don't know the first thing, where to start, you know, how to do this. So, to be able to do that with, you know, my best friend here and then, you know, the Kaparu family. It was pretty cool to get that phone call. And like, seriously, thanks again, Aaron, because, I mean, I let people know. I mean, you gave me your tag. I mean, yeah. you gave me your spot. And your first class ticket. My fir- I got a first <laughs> class ticket. That was more expensive uh, than the tag, I think. Oh, uh, it was, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, I think um, I was talking to Amy about this last night that um, uh, as I'm getting, yeah, age and you know whatever like i don't know how to put this but um your goals change like i would have never thought in a million years where i like taking photos and so my hand's been bugging me a lot lately and she's like you're gonna go back to a compound if your hand gets real bad and i said honestly i'll probably just hunt a little bit and take a lot of photos so I've been, people have asked, like, how the hell could you give Isaac, not because it's you, but someone that No, tag. yeah, exactly. And I was like, well, I've been on the hunt before, one, and, and two, I knew what you guys were getting into. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, ah, the only thing I regretted was, because I did want to try to shoot an antelope, was actually not, just not going, like going as a photographer, you know, going to hang out. Um, but, you know, it, it didn't make sense for me to go, because, David and Frank were there. Both of those guys can take photos. But I, I truly was like, I was, I got a lot more pleasure out of you two goofballs going than me. So like when I got your message, I'm like, that's fucking cool. Cause I got to do that hunt, um, on a much more meager budget, by the way, you guys got a much better flight up than I did when I went. But, um, <laughs> I thought, man, I knew you had talked about it when you were, you had mentioned it before you wanted to go. And I didn't know until we invited you that you had. So for me, I got way more out of it with you guys getting to go by far than me going. I just wish I could have went along to talk shit and make fun of you guys packing out. Well, there I mean, was a lot of that. There was a lot of shit talking. This was so cool. This was great. And the thing about it was it fell during the week of my wife's birthday. 
uh, you know, her, her birthday was that week. And when I brought it up to her, you know, you're kind of nervous. My wife's like, oh, fuck yeah, go. If they're going to do that, go. And I'm like, thank you, honey. Because, you know, we, my wife and I, we've never been apart that long before. And I got to say, it was actually pretty nice. I mean, really chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Um, well, and I mean, it's the cool thing about it. Up, You're not having to pack anything in. You're all together. You know, there's a lot of cool things about that other than the fucking rain, which I didn't experience that much, but it sounds like you guys every day. But it wasn't just that bad. I mean, the, you know, the way the setup was, like the teepees are definitely the way to go with that because we were at least all able to hang out together in a teepee. We had two teepees and then, uh, you know, two slept in each. And it was just nice because we'd be able to get together, hang out in there. And Frank became a, the, a barista. With I be, coffee. I became a coffee snob. Yeah, I taught Frank how to do I ever drank so much over. coffee in my life. <laughs> and so, coffee, uh, so uh, Bill and Frank, became, you know, we'd have coffee, hang out, and time just didn't exist up there. It was so weird because days just flew by. I mean. Yeah, there was like no, no separation of days because <clears throat> I think it got, what time did it get dark? Probably like 1, 1 a.m. 1 a.m. and it got light again probably around 4 a.m.-ish. Yep. So. We lost all concept of time, and that's what I was going to say. We got back to camp after um, packing Dave's Bull, and we were all, like, on cloud nine, couldn't really go to sleep, so we fucking made pho, caribou pho, <laughs> <laughs> which basically was boiled caribou meat. Uh, we, we made the, uh, the rib meat into pho, and uh, Bill brought a bunch of seasoning, so we just basically had seasoning, water, and, and meat. No, we it was had, fucking we, we good. Made, I made broth is what it was. These guys didn't know what broth was. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I boiled that, got all the fat, the good tissue, and did I've you render the you rendered the fat? Oh yeah, oh, man. Hell no. <laughs> it was uh, it was revitalizing. That was nice. So we yeah. had a good meal, and we stayed up super late. And the next day, you know, we're all excited and didn't see shit on day two. Day two was slow, very slow. I did there see a huge a... grizzly bear though across the canyon. Yeah, that's that true. It. Yeah, yeah. That was my first time ever seeing a grizzly bear across the canyon, but that was it. And to that. To that point, basically, we um, we were, like, aware of the bears, but we didn't really ever, I don't think we ever thought anything of it. I mean, there was a lot of times when we'd, like, leave camp to glass off off the ridge or whatever, and shit, I wasn't even taking the gun. I would just take the, the spotter and, and the tripod and the binos, and we're glassing because <clears throat> I think our opinion was we could see the grizzlies coming from so far away. We never were really worried about it, um, which brought us to, to day three, basically. I packed my gun. Even when I went to go poop, I packed my gun. <laughs> all right, I packed my gun all the time. I was paranoid. So, <clears throat> well, anyway, the only reason we thought that is because you could see like five miles in each direction. It, I didn't think anything could sneak up on us, basically. So, anyway, morning of day three, um, we get up in glass. Uh, Bill spots some caribou a, a ways away, so we go and, and glass with him off the edge of the ridge there and we see a, a big group of, of really nice bulls way off in the hills. And those hills are probably like, I don't know, four or five miles away. But you could see, you could see out there because there's no, there's no uh, vegetation really. But you could see them. And we're like, well, shit, they're moving pretty quick. Let's, uh, let's try to cut them off two miles ahead or whatever and see if we can intersect them. And we went down across the creek and then uh, we, they so happened to be walking right across this, um, this opening and we decided to, try to cut them off in this, in this drainage. And Bill was going to, basically Bill was going to go uh, 200 yards ahead of us, see if he could get a, get ahead. And we were going to set up kind of like in a overwatch position. And if he couldn't get a shot, we were going to put a rifle shot on one of these bulls. So that's kind of what happened. Um, so yeah, is that anything to <laughs> Oh, well, so, so these guys drop their packs and I stay back. So, cause Bill's going to go move in on the stock. He blows the stock. Frank's going to shoot the caribou with the rifle. Uh, they drop all their packs. So I kept my pack on and started moving. I stayed back and then David waves me, tells me to come on up. And so Frank set up and we see Bill, but then Bill turns around and he's running back to the caribou take off. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, Hey Bill, you know, sit fucking still, dude. Frank's going to shoot. I'm like, what the hell's this guy doing? And Frank shoots, drops caribou. But then <laughs> we find out why Bill's running back. Yeah. yeah. So, the, well, the caribou, they're, they're in this drainage. There's a big ass group of them. There's a lot more of car a lot more caribou in there than we thought. Um, Bill, I just see, you know, I'm on the scope most of the time, so I'm not really paying attention too much to Bill, but I look at Bill, he turns around, he like gives the thumbs up or he like points 
we weren't sure. So um, I check with Dave. Dave's like, I'm on him. Shoot the caribou. Drops the caribou. I stay on the caribou because, you know, it's kind of flopping around a little bit. Um, so I'm still not, like, looking towards Bill. And all of a sudden, I just hear Dave go, oh, shit, bears. Isaac, get the guns. <laughs> and, and we look at Bill. Bill's running towards us. I look over to my left, and there's a, a mom grizzly with two pretty old cubs yep. kind of trotting towards Bill. And they're not... Isn't it crazy how big cubs are? Oh, yeah, shit. Those, things were, yeah. those things were about to get kicked off. They, yep. they weren't that young. Were they uh, like 350, 400 pound oh, cubs? Oh, dude, they were like they're pretty, old. They're pretty good size, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, yeah they, they look like they're about the size of her, just about. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we like... It was like, holy... Because we had glassed this whole area that morning for a couple of hours, I feel like. Didn't see any bears that morning. And uh, they just so happened to, I don't know what they were doing. They were following the herd, I guess. And um, yeah, that was, a, that was a wake up call for sure. So Isaac, get the guns. And uh, <laughs> we look over there. We kind of stand up and wave our arms. Hey, get the fuck out of here, bears. And uh, they kind of apprehensively turn around and, and, and run. That's not how I remember it. No? No. <laughs> whoa, whoa, no. No, okay. no, no. No, when you said, Isaac, get the guns. I flew, my jacket came up. Those, what are those birds that you guys have out there? Flew behind me. Ptarmigan? Ptarmigan started flying up. I, <laughs> I took thought it was off, ravens, man. I <laughs> took off running. Okay. Got, a, got up there. I was like Antonio Banderas from Desperado. No lie, Aaron. <laughs> Jumped up there. Had the Glocks. It's my guitar. It's my, my guitar. <laughs> got up there. I showed those guns. The bear started running off then. There you go. That's, that's how I remember it. Am I right? Am I wrong? That's, well, pretty, that's fairly accurate. Well, I think it was the next day that bear saw you skylined and, and ran. It hauled ass for like a mile. So it could be legit. Yeah. So that's how I remember. And then, so the bears took off. Yeah. And they ran by, they started running by uh, Frank's caribou. And it was, no, it was no bullshit. It's like those zombie movies. They saw that when they smelled, saw that caribou, they were on it. And it was just, that was it. Yeah. The gun's kind of like a dinner bell up yep. there. Yep. I, I'm pretty sure they came to the gunshot. And they must have been up on top of the ridge, maybe just following the herd. And then you could see the, some of the caribou starting to spook a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's when I'm like, take him, take him, take him. I'm on it. And then I, you know, your gun goes off and I'm, I'm sitting there. I zoom out and I'm filming you. And then all of a sudden, Bill's coming and running to us. And I get this blurry shot and then zoom in and there's bears right there. And it's a sow and cubs. And all three mm -hmm. of them are coming right at him. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, so, well, Bill, the reason Bill was running towards us is he dropped his pack, which had his pistol had his on gun it. in it. Yep. So he didn't have, he just had his bow. So he didn't really have a. And David dropped his pack with his gun. Yeah. So Rookie David move. didn't have his gun. I had the rifle. So, um, you know, the, the, the bears run off. We feel, you know, we we're like recapping, like fucking high fives, hugs and shit. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> we just killed a caribou. Fucking bears run, like Isaac said, run straight to the caribou and they fucking proceed to just rip it apart. We're yelling at him, hey, get the fuck out of here. Shoot a couple warning shots. Isaac has his rape whistle. <laughs> Blow, <laughs> blows that. They didn't care, man. That's they were another, uh, basically, dinner bell. Let me blow this whistle, this whistle so I can tell you where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right here. Okay. Over, Over here. here. Kind of like yeah. on Jurassic well, Park. And then, <clears throat> so then I'm like, my idea, I go, why don't we all just get our stuff together and go try to rush him? <laughs> and Frank's like, okay, we got a mom, two cubs on a kill. He goes, it's probably the most dangerous situation we could be in. I'm like, good point. Yeah, I think I had told you when you left, a young male and a mom with kids is like the worst nightmare you could have because the young males don't know danger yet. They're stupid. So I think you had messaged me, a mom and two cubs ate my caribou. And I was like, that sucks. Because you don't have, there's no amount of firepower unless you kill them that's going to get them off that fucking kill. Yeah, so we, uh, we tried and... They weren't having it, so we're like, fuck, that sucks. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it, it made for some super cool footage. Uh, you know, Dave got it all on film. The film's going to be coming out here pretty soon, which Are you shitting awesome. your pants when you're filming, David? Were you, or not shit your pants, but mean like, wow, this is incredible. Oh, man. To experience something like that is, is once in a lifetime. I, hopefully, because I don't want to fuck with grizzlies anymore. But <laughs> um, I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting there filming, and Bill is literally running to us. And I've got these grizzlies running at us, and all I've got in my hands is a camera. Yeah. Uh, so that's right yeah. coming to play right there. <laughs> yeah. So to, to that point, we weren't we weren't 
worried about grizzlies up until that point because we were like, how the fuck did these grizzlies in the wide open sneak up on us? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that, so that was kind of an eye opener for all of us. So um, we decided to pack up, go glass up some more caribou. And anytime we like went through a patch of alders from then on, we were like straight up, you know, ready to fucking shoot some shit. <laughs> Guns out. Um, guns out. <laughs> loaded, locked and loaded. We were, uh, we were pretty aware, bear aware. We were, I was, we I were, bear we were, we were bear annoyed from there on out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so we, we ended up making our way back to camp. And just before we crossed the creek, um, I think Bill or maybe Isaac or I don't know, one of these guys glassed up a nice group of caribou up on the hill. And there happened to be a, a really nice um, bull bedded. So same, same plan. Bill was going to kind of hike up on a stock and then Isaac was going to set up. For well, the actually, so, you know, Bill, Bill brought me some broadheads yeah. for this trip yeah. and I'm like two bow hunters, two rifle hunters. And we're walking to this caribou and I'm looking at him I'm like, oh shit. And I mean, again, day three and I go, I looked at Bill, I go, Bill, uh, would you think less of me if I shot this caribou <laughs> with a rifle? And Bill's like, not at all, Isaac, no oh, problem. No, I think Bill said, I already knew you're going to use a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that's funny. So... <laughs> So as we see this caribou, we the get set up. of shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, but the good thing though, laying down on that stuff is pretty comfortable. Yeah. I have to say. <laughs> so Bill moved in. Frank set me up with your gun. What type of gun was that again? So our, our buddies at Viking Armor, they built us two rifles, a uh, 6.5 PRC and a 300 PRC. That was a 300 PRC. And I, last time I killed an animal, the rifle was 2003. And it was my 30 odd six. So Frank sets me up on him. And says, okay, here you go. Basically dialed him in, got the range. And I told Frank, I'm like, well, you know what? Before, let me, let me just do a dry fire to see, you know, just get on him and just to feel good about it. Holy shit, that trigger. I mean. <laughs> yeah, super light trigger tech trigger. So we, we dialed him in. We, it was, I think they were about 530 yards. Uh, wind was pretty minimal. There was a little bit of wind. So I just, we had the, I had the level on there. It, it kind of folds out. Yeah, so we, I was just said make sure it's level, and um, he took a couple practice shots with that, you know, the dry firing, and felt pretty comfortable. And shooting that far, that rifle, I mean, you know, you dialed that sucker in. I mean, uh, with loophole, what loophole scope was that we used? Mark five, and that had the CDS on it. No, uh, no, no, nope. have CDS. Okay, but we were using the shooter app and Swaros. It, it tells you what to dial, basically. I'm telling you, these guns have really kind of came a long way from my, you know, thirty odd six. Uh, <laughs> With the little tick marks. <laughs> yeah, I've, been t- I've been telling people that same thing, though. You got like a, a, a really good setup rifle like that with a, a good optic. And I mean, people that don't shoot very often, they can. Well, I mean, um, Anders rifle hunts, but he hasn't ever shot super far. And I guess same, same for Dave here. And we went out shooting um, this summer and we were blasting rocks at a thousand. I mean, you shoot, you shoot more than um, probably Anders did, but we were out there shooting rocks at a thousand yards like it was nothing. Yeah, so, like it was nothing. Um, you know, good equipment, basically. If it's set up right. It, it made it pretty easy for you. So anyway, continue on with your story. So, yep. So the caribou stands up and, you know, they said, tell me when you're ready. And I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. It makes sure everything was level. I mean, you know, the gun, the, your gun setup is unreal. Everything has on it. Squeeze off around and hit him. I mean, hit that caribou and dropped him. Dropped him. One shot. There you go. Mexican-American sniper right here. <laughs> Carlos Hathcock. <laughs> <laughs> You know who that is? Yeah, that's the the, the guy that the, killed the, fucking the, JFK. No, no, oh, Lee Harvey shit. Oswald. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. No, Carlos oh, is yeah, like the, the legit, most deadly sniper he, in Vietnam. He's the he's sniper the guy that shot the dude through the scope. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, white yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a <laughs> different. He got so he he, he uh, rescued guys out of a tank up burnt badly. Oh really? Uh, I met him um, many years ago. Cool fucking dude. Um, but different story on your end for that rifle you gonna get one? Oh, well I, I'm not sure what the price tag is on them, but I would <laughs> but, I could, but, I, but I could honestly justify getting a rifle scope set up like that just for an all around I mean that rifle well, that's what I've unreal. been telling people they're like oh they're a little bit pricey but think about the investment it's basically the one of the if, unless you're like an avid gun collector it'd be the last rifle that you'll ever need to buy yeah well I, I got a deal on mine but I, I can say without a no bullshit, and I'm not a gun guy. When I got it, I felt bad because they gave me a hell of a deal, and I was like, guys, I just I don't I don't know how much I'm going to use it. 
fucking guns killed probably 40 animals now because it's a guide gun when guys wing them in the stomach. That gun is, well, the first time, I think I told you, I hit an, uh, uh, an, uh, a wounded uh, javelina at 680 yards holdover. And I mean, off the hood. And I was like, we were on a dirt road and there's Cody Greenwood had possibly won a few with arrows <laughs> sticking out of them. And so we're watching in the spotter and we're like, I shouldn't even tell this story. We're like, Cody, get behind that rock. This is not the most ethical thing. And he's like, what? And I'm like, show me where you're at. And so I could see him standing there. I'm like, lay down behind that rock. And he's like, okay. What do he say? All right, he goes, bring the rain. <laughs> <laughs> ear holded at 688 <laughs> and yeah. holdover and i looked at scotty i'm like i would pay whatever amount for this rifle because it's just that it's that accurate i can offhand it folds up it'll fit in a 357 mag yeah that's what i liked about it, how it you know, the folding stock yeah. if you're gonna do any hood rat shit it won't fit in a rogan but i mean it'll fit in a small day pack. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be well, yeah. that gun's unreal and well and then again though you know i mean i haven't shot a uh animal you know the 2003 but you know i I do work at Black Rifle Coffee, and there are snipers there. Maybe, you know, their mojo wore off on me. Does that sound legit? That's not like a good enough story? <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. They you were know, probably super proud of you. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. So anyway, so, um, I, we walk up on this uh, caribou, and it's a fucking tank, dude. We're like, holy shit. We got two freaking monsters down. Um, and uh, Isaac proceeded to show us how to butcher an animal. Okay, time out. Hold on. So, I heard a lot of stories about your um, my butchering caping skills. and butchering. I've prowess. never. Okay, so everyone else when they cape an animal, they cape it for a shoulder mount. My goal on this was I wanted to keep the cape, make a rug, uh, make a blanket. All right, I want to make a blanket for my daughter. So that was my goal. I've never did that before. You're. St I mean, you got to realize you're standing in puddles of water in there. Okay, because <laughs> there's water all over, and these fucking guys, they're just watching me. Wait, I was, I was filming all of this and you taking photos. You were filming all of it. and I was enjoying it. It was I, good. You know, <laughs> I realized something. If My favorite part of this whole thing is like he, he like cut off a piece of meat and it got a little bit of grass on it. And I'm like, oh, that's a little bit dirty. He fucking grabs it and he rinses it off in the fucking tundra water to puddle. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Uh, Mental note, do not eat any of this meat. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Then, no, it wasn't that bad. Well, then again, though, too, you know, I don't kill a lot of animals myself, so it's been a minute. <laughs> I was a little rusty. No. I had at heard at that. first, it started off a little rusty. He got it together, though. It was all right. Hey, Frank had mentioned something about you cutting against the hair with hair flying everywhere for no actual apparent reason. You know what? It was, <laughs> yes. This is why I'd be out. He's 100% right. Because it started raining, and I just got in like this panic. Like, I got to get this thing done. The rain's coming down. You know, it's, it's getting cold. Let's start going. I got to go town on this thing. Yeah. And so, sure enough, you know, these guys. They got it done. Were they making yeah. fun of you? Oh, hell yeah. They, they, were, <laughs> no, they were roasting me the yeah. whole time. The whole, speaking that. of roasting, we should probably do a little, uh, a little comparison between, you know, Rating Isaac's caping ability versus mine. Uh, there you go. That's a good one. Wait, there's two different types of caping. Okay, he did his caping for a shoulder mount. I did the whole body. Well, the premise is still the same. Screw you guys. <laughs> I would say that Dave is very meticulous. Did a good job. Come on, Aaron. You know my clean. personality. I have ADHD. Uh, I, you know what would be good? A, a podcast with you and Ryan Avery on how to butcher an animal because he sucks balls too. He's, he's a hacker. Like, I would not want to be a processor trying to distinguish yeah. and distinguish what the fuck is in the bag. Because, like, <laughs> so when Mike and I butchered mine, I, I debone on the, on, the, on, the, on the hoof, basically. I don't pull the rear quarter off. And the butcher, but it's just like the butcher would do it. Uh, you know, there's big separated chunks of, of meat. Uh, I butchered one with Avery, and there's, like, little pieces. There's really little pieces there's big pieces and some of these pieces were turned into little pieces and then some of them were and i'm like that's all gonna be burger <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter yep. if you make it into burger i guess yeah chorizo yeah right exactly. <laughs> is that what it's called yeah <laughs> is it tundra chorizo yeah uh, uh see i wish i was there because i would you would have probably not been my friend anymore because i'd have been making fun of you so much you well, okay. shot me with the 
this is my, but the plan was to do a terrible job. So somebody gets so fed up, steps in and starts yeah. doing it, which David did. We already, <laughs> I, I already know that trick. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's pulled that on me with deer before and he's like, I'm allergic. Oh, uh, I, uh, one guy who's notorious for that would be like, I bet you can't pack that out. And I'm like, your voodoo shit doesn't work on me. Or what's the fastest you've ever cleaned a deer? I did one in three minutes. <laughs> oh, I can beat that. And it's like, oh, you walked right into that one, you dummy. And he then next thing he's down there getting guts all over him. I'm like, you totally didn't see that coming? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, uh, so good job. You got David to do it. Yeah. Yeah. David stepped in because I started getting careless with the knife. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's the problem. That's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was about there to cut himself laying everywhere. I, I have a lot of knives. Up, you know? Yeah. I got a lot of knives, so. <laughs> so right now you guys have three caribou down and one is... Bear meat. One yep. is bear dinner. Yep. yep. So yeah, we packed that one back. Um, that wasn't as nearly as far of a pack out as uh as Dave's. Yeah. Let's let's bad. talk about our our pack out too. Like I, yeah, you, know, you took what two quarters? I took half. Yeah. I took two quarters. I took two rear quarters. What'd you take, Isaac? The head and the cape. <laughs> <laughs> and the hacked up meat and uh, the burger. Oh, that's funny. And then all their gear. They no. put all their gear in my packs. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got some really cool video footage of you going up that uh, up that terrace or whatever that that hill where we were camped on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm carrying my bow, so we could totally say I shot it with my bow. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Because Frank wouldn't let me hold the gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that gun, Frank. I was not allowed to hold it. I was yeah. just allowed to shoot it, and that was it. He saw you with the knives, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we got it all back to camp. It was a uh, it was a pretty decent pack. It wasn't wasn't too bad. No, it was good. Pretty quick. And meanwhile, Bill went off and was trying to look for another caribou at that point. Right. Yep. He gave it so, gave her all the way to the end, didn't he? Oh, he yeah. Did. I gotta say, man, Bill's one tough mofo. Because I mean, basically at that point, you know, we're all three tagged out. Um, we we discussed uh, going back to get my caribou the next day, um, but we glassed it up. And uh, grizzlies were still there. They didn't leave for two days. But, um, yeah, uh, we'll have to get Bill on at some point to give his, his portion of the story. But that guy is a machine. He stayed um, determined to kill him with a bow the whole time. He was up early every morning, and uh, he was out there either glassing or on stocks. Um, and Isaac one day was like, Bill, we're, we're worried about you, man. You need to check in at least once or twice a day. Yeah, because um, he's out there by himself. <clears throat> and... I mean, we don't know what direction he's going. We don't know where he's at. I'm like, yo, please, like, you're like a dad, you know, you need to check in, let us know where you are if you're alive. Yeah. I mean, he was having a good time, but I think we all felt bad that we couldn't, there wasn't anything we could do to help him. Right. Correct. You know, yeah. it's like, we, we, we could go with him, but we're going to screw up his stock. He's bow hunting. Um, we wanted to help him and basically just told him, you know, like check in with us, but um, we'll be here to help you with the pack out if and when you get one. Um, but we, we, you know, we're, we're over there, quote unquote, roughing it in the teepee, drinking coffee, <laughs> eating snacks, watching Dexter, watching. Well, Isaac brought his, his. He had some movies and shit on his phone, and we we were watching watching <laughs> TV. <laughs> it, and the last time I went with Bill, uh, you know, those caribou just spotted spotted me with a camera with the reflection on the lens and all of that, and it's hard enough to get within a hundred yards of them. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like. Uh, you know, going in solo is probably a lot easier with a bow. Yeah. So basically, uh, fast forward to um, to day five, we uh, we saw we actually that morning we saw the grizzlies. They were making their way towards actually towards your your carcass. They went past his carcass. We're making their way their way towards your carcass. So we decided it was cool to go and grab uh, grab my caribou. So you know we're we're all locked and loaded. We get over there to my to my carcass, expecting. Um, I thought it was a bigger caribou than it was. <laughs> Apparently, there's some major ground shrinkage after you, after they strip their velvet. We get up to my caribou, and I'm like, "This is a different caribou. Like, this isn't the same caribou, is it?" Well, they chewed off all the tip. I'm gonna make up a bunch of excuses. They chewed <laughs> they chewed off all most of the uh, velvet. A lot of the tips were chewed off. Um, they ate the nose off of it. They ate the eyeballs. Basically, when we got up to it, it was like a dog bone. With the, it was a the head with the spine. There wasn't any meat left. They ate the, the face off of it. There was, it was, uh, I mean, what you could, would imagine three grizzlies do to one caribou. They even looked to make sure that wasn't another caribou down. 
like somewhere else. Yeah. So we're like, let's, let's, we're like what, is, what is this? Let's take a step back. The plan was we'll sit up on this ridge and watch. Dave, you go cut the head off. Yeah, oh, yeah that wasn't the idea. Yeah, because we yeah. took two rifles. We're like, all right, we'll be Overwatch. Dave, you go over there. We got you, man. Don't worry about it. We can shoot. Uh, did you draw the short straw, or they just volunteered nah, you? They're like, you know, we're okay. We have families. You're just a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> you lived your life, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, you know, Frank is his gun. He was shooting me. Like I said. I work for Black Raffle Coffee. I know snipers, so I think that qualifies me to be this backup <laughs> sniper. <laughs> what I couldn't believe was those bears ate everything. They ate half the skull. They had just uh, the cape was left and it was twisted and just ripped up. They had the spine, part of the spine, half the skull. They even ate the velvet off because there's blood in it still. I couldn't believe that. So anyway, per uh, Alaska law... That is your caribou, regardless if they eat it instantly or not. So we uh, we did go down there and we salvaged what we could, which ended up just being a half a skull and um, really small antlers, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's only comparing that to mine. That's yeah. why he's saying it's small. Well, I mean, shit, Dave set the bar first thing and he killed this fucking giant. And um, yeah, so I had to listen to Isaac talk shit for the next, <laughs> the next five days. Actually, because, actually, you know, Frank is in better shape than David and I. So Frank's ahead of us hiking out, and David and I are high five and saying, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, look at that little thing. We beat him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So anyway, yeah, the pack out was super easy. It was just uh, mostly eating up skull and some antlers. Um, so yeah, we hiked that back to camp. Dave got some really cool photos and footage of that. And you can get it, put it on a plaque, and, like on a little logo, but just put here lies what's left of my caribou. It, it was bigger. Yeah, well, yeah. that was my excuse, and um, hopefully they can save the velvet that was left on there. There were some bite marks on there, some teeth marks, so it was, it was a pretty cool story anyway. Um, and basically from then on, uh, well, we did have one more exciting experience. Those um, After that, Bear went to, we're guessing, went to Dave's carcass because it was on the backside of a, a hill. We weren't quite sure they, they went. They ended up making their way to Isaac's carcass, and they spent a day there. And I think the next morning, maybe morning of day six or day seven, um, Bill had been getting up early. We were you know, sleeping in or whatever. And, uh, Bill, I think was dropping a deuce and, um, we're all sleeping and all we hear is bears, bears in camp. <laughs> and I'm like half asleep, dude. And I'm like in my sleeping bag and I just like rip it open. Like what bears? And, um, I guess Isaac jumps out of his teepee, out of the teepee first thing with his guns and, uh, the fuck, dude, the, the mom and the babies were walking right by camp, probably within a hundred yards. Yeah. And, uh, they were trying to get to the meat. Well, and there were two carcasses left on the, um, airstrip basically because those guys before us had killed two, two caribou. So, uh, from then on, we we're like super paranoid that the bears were going to come and steal these guys meat. And, uh, they, the bears, they didn't want to leave. They were trained to go from carcass to carcass to carcass. Yeah. And yeah. Bill, once again, when he went out, he didn't take his gun. He didn't have his gun. <laughs> so yeah. he's running back. He was trying to save weight and yeah. everything. Yeah. So he didn't take his gun. Yeah. He's like, Isaac, can I borrow yours? Go oh, yeah. Actually, mine. he did have to borrow my gun when he went on <laughs> that one last one. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Gotcha. So, so what, that, what happened when you got the shits? You guys haven't touched on that. So Dave had the poopies? Well, yeah, in between all of this, Dave had the shits the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, you know what? I think it was the, the, the dehydrated food with the protein in it. I think that didn't agree with me. Yeah. So I literally had the shits for like five or six days straight. Uh, meanwhile, when this is happening, the bears come walking through camp. Like, I'm like, dude, I got to go. You guys got to cover me. And I'm pooping right next to the teepee. Yeah, me and Isaac look back and we see Dave just drop his pants. Dude, like two feet from the TV, drops his pants and just starts dropping it. We're like, oh my god! I'm like, come on, guys, cover me. Oh, it was it was the worst. But so for everyone listening, you know, when you go out to the tundra, are you when you squat? Are you uh, the kind of guy that can squat, you know, and hold yourself up, or do you need to lean on something? I'm a leaner. I'm a leaner yeah, too. My knees aren't good. Yeah. So you know, I always use a tree. I lean against a tree in the forest. I get out there and I'm like, shit, there's no trees. What am I going to do? I find one rock, one rock. And that was quickly dubbed shit rock. <laughs> and I painted that thing and it was probably about five feet tall and it was perfect for leaning. And it was about a hundred yards from camp. There's no way in hell I'm going for that when the grizzlies are another hundred yards from me. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was a, there was a lot of video of Dave laying in his sleeping bag, like sick as hell. And we're like, 
Dave's about to die. He's on his last leg. Oh, uh, uh, we felt bad. He was, we could call you. What's that one movie? Wild into the wild. Into the yeah, wild. That's what it was. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it was, I got a, I have a picture of it because you got Dave in a sleeping bag, all bundled up, and Frank sitting in a chair next to him, kind of like you know, he looked, looked like, like I was Dave. taking care of him. <laughs> taking care of him. <laughs> Would you like some soup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we felt bad. Dave was. You were dwindling. Yeah. Yeah, towards and, the end. and my uh, my bronchitis came back with a vengeance. And I was <laughs> I was hacking for like I don't know a couple minutes straight. I I couldn't stop coughing. It was pretty sad. But oh. I, but at least I was able to cook up some of the meat though, because um, Bill brought a little pan, skillet, a little yeah. skillet. Yeah. So we had that skillet on this little stove, which we learned later. You some of the guys were bringing the whole Coleman stoves. Yeah. So we got these little stoves, but we cooked up some meat there in camp. You know that was, that same day. Yeah, several times. Several times there at the camp, but uh, but one cool, one thing is, you know, Frank and Bill made sure all the food was in our tent. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so we slept in the food the tent with all the yeah. food. We slept in the food tent with grizzlies all now, around us. I don't us. think they were concerned with human food though. They now after meat. David, you know, saw what that bear did to Frank's bull, this crazy son bitch. You know what he did? Put it in his tent. No, hold the whole. I wanted to. I wanted to. He wanted to. He uh, Dave goes. I don't want him to eat my my rack i'm gonna put this caribou in my tent i told david we're we're friends but we're gonna fight if you do that shit. <laughs> jokingly i said you should tie your antlers to your cot so if they take your your antlers they'll pull you yeah and you'll wake up well he fucking did he it. did it, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> i'm gonna pop out guns blazing <laughs> david had the antlers in front of the at all the racks in front of our tent with some paracord tied to the antlers tied to his cot <laughs> hot oh he's a bastard <laughs> yeah but Anyway, I guess that's uh, that was pretty much it in a nutshell. It was a, a fun hunt. <clears throat> it was cool because you're out there. I don't want to like make this into a Donnie Vincent film, but it, you kind of have like a little bit of a camaraderie out there because it's just you and your buddies, just the, the four of you, an hour away from help on a plane. So it's just you guys relying on each other, and oh, that was fun. It was like a, a really cool hunt and uh, a lot of bears, a lot of time to BS. We were BSing a lot in the. And this guy's like a fucking comedian, dude. I, I told him he should do stand-up comedies. He's, he's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. We had a good time. And yeah, thank you, Aaron and Kefaro, for sending us out there. It's fun. Yeah, no. And no, Bill, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Bill, Bill's the one who gave the invite. But yeah, that's one thing. You and I have known each other since 2008. In fact, I just had a memory pop up on a photo I sent with you from a Badlands 4500, which I was using because of this little guy right beside me. Yep. <laughs> and 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 uh and keep hammering himself, which was a piece of shit. How many of those frames did I break? You broke so <laughs> many of those frames on I mean with the pack shit you went through on there and that's when they realized, okay, there's a problem with the molding of these whatever, that you whatever they, they had inside of them. So, so I, yeah, I I would bet you sent me at least ten or twelve of them. Yes. And exactly. I two belts or three belts and half. That was right before I started working here, or when I started doing more and more packs. Well, remember, reviews. you even offered to come and help Badlands yeah. uh, with their packs before you came to Kafaru. Yeah. And the president of the company says, oh, no, we don't need him. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, either way. Um, <laughs> Worked but, out. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, <laughs> a, a, it was a bull I shot, and I had, it was the gayest shit. I, I would never do that. You had it's the Badlands hat on, too. Badlands hat on backwards, and I like a 290 bull. On a 4500, we were packing out. Yep. And my buddy's like, dude, we got to get a photo right there. So I climbed back up on the rock and just kind of looked back. And I was like, oh, that's a cool photo. Now I look at that and I'm like, that is the dumbest shit I can ever do. <laughs> but, but yeah, that was probably 2009, maybe. Yeah, uh, that was, that's correct. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, for that pack out, that's um, why I pissed that kidney stone out. Oh. That was the bull I ended up killing trying to kill that other bull. Um, but I broke both. You know, movies where you hear somebody's neck break and it's crinkling every step. There wasn't the whole, I literally had to get a clothes hanger, bend it and pull the pieces of the frame out of the slots because it was broken that bad. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we get yelled at by Badlands. I don't know how their current packs are, but that sucked. That sucked back then. <laughs> yeah. You used one for a little while. Though. Back yeah. when I was there. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, south south's in here we got a podcast south and i are going to do i think mike kern might be coming too um on uh uh the 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 elk hunt we were we were just on um 
I got a text late last night. Isaac's coming at six, and I'm like, "Well, that's not going to work. I got to get a hold of Sal because he's going to be here at seven. So it worked out good." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's okay. Sal could have a spot. He's a good guy." That's, that's what I said. That's not exactly what you said. <laughs> he's like, "You've known me way longer. Fuck South." Yes. Lord, but no, no. Seriously though, I'm glad you guys could go on that. That hunt, like I said, I I got more out of it by far with you guys going than, than me getting to go. So it was it was cool hearing. Uh, I was giggling when you sent that text. You're like, dude, I shot a monster. Thank you so much. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. And then um, when I got back, I heard all the stories of you guys' uh, cardiovascular prowess <laughs> and uh, Dave having the shits and Frank shooting a dink and the bears eating it. Oh. Uh, it looks, it looks good on film when yeah. I shoot it, actually. Yeah. And, and speaking of the film, we're, uh, so we have Jerry cutting it. It's almost ready. We're going to drop it in just you know within a month or so. Uh, it's called Barren Ground. And, uh, yeah, Barren Ground, look for it. It's going to be pretty great. Pretty great. we got grizzly bears. We've got two kills on film. It's, it's going to be cool. So you've got a teaser out, though, now. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, cool. Well, uh, South and I are going to hop on here and tell stories about, uh, I thought my elk was close and then this fucker shoots one at like four feet. <laughs> I got to say, it, not to pump this guy's tires up, but for a little motherfucker, he can go. Like, <laughs> I, what did I say? South, I don't think you can, when I was making jokes on that film, I'm like, I don't think you can out hike me. And I said, well, here, hold my estrus call. Your little legs can move, dude. In the morning, I felt bad for the guys because I got a stride. I could hear Oklahoma boy just, <laughs> and I'm like, man, Sal can really haul ass, Jesus. And you did, and we'll talk about it on our podcast, coming out, I don't think people realize like a pack out like that, it's, so we went in four, three and a half, came back out to Mace Camp, South and I loaded up everything, the guys went, sevens, but no, pass, four. So we went up four, back four, and then out, with eight, you had, we both had about 80 um, on our packs, and then about four or five to go, he had to go back in, get his, and then I felt, did Mitchell, was he mad I was making fun of him? Did he say anything? <laughs> it's, Mitchell's like, he's a big motherfucker, too. He's, he's built like you, but, 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 but bigger. And, <laughs> but big. <laughs> um, well, just bigger. He's got big-ass arms, but we're, little Mike's got 100 pounds on his pack, and did they tell you the shit show trying to load the llama? I finally was like, fuck it. And I took the meat. I already had, I ended up with 140 pounds. Oh, and man. Mitchell's like, I know my body. This is all I can take. And I'm like, you're half my fucking age. You better put some more weight in that backpack. Because poor little Mike had like 100. So Mitchell loaded up. And then his South had to go back in. Oklahoma boy Levi had to take South's pack. It was, and then that was another four or five miles out. And then South had to go back in the three and then out. So you probably had 25, 30 miles. 19. Yeah. So So in a nutshell, David, you and I are a bunch of pussies who can't hike. (laughs) I didn't didn't say that. I think that's what we're getting at right (laughs) here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it kind of went from, you know, South could carry stuff. Your guy's cardio sucks. (laughs) (laughs) If that's what you inferred. I'm not going to argue with it. No, <laughs> no, it was it was it was pretty cool. I'm looking forward to doing the 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 podcast. It was a, it was a it was a it's a cool area and a cool hunt and cool cool guys. And and Mitchell has the Oklahoma twang, so it's like homo's naked right out of the tent. <laughs> South, it's fucking cold. He his L's don't come out. He's like it's cold, and I'm like it's not that bad. And I unzip my. I'm like, oh Jesus, it's cold. <laughs> it is cold. <laughs> yeah, it's cold as hell, but. Anyway, well, cool. I'm good. South or South, Isaac. It's good to see. You. I'm glad you were able to go. Same with all of you guys, obviously. But um, Isaac has been a super good friend for a long time. One of the the funny things of how the world turns. And uh, I used to give you shit about not getting back a hold of me. Yes. And then lo and behold, the shoes on the other foot, and now I'm overloaded with. And because I, I remember thinking, why won't you just call me back? It's not that big of a deal. Well. The world's kind of reversed, and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I should have never given you shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it got it got busy because you were running Badlands at that yeah. time, or, or more or less. So, yeah, but yeah, it's been 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 crazy. Ne- never had a a, a, a beef. Uh, always gotten That's along. That's true. The you and I've had no beef never. ever. So, other other than you make fun of me. In fact, 
we were somewhere, we were walking across the road and somebody was like, I don't the XK. Oh, the guy, the, I walk across the road and the guy goes, I just crossed the street with Aaron Snyder. It's not every day you cross the street, street with, with Aaron, Aaron Snyder. Snyder. I never heard the end of that shit. And then you guys were in the Wasatch. <laughs> somebody <laughs> goes, you guys know Aaron Snyder? And you're like, I've never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's funny. <laughs> and then we were riding in your truck. Put your fucking seatbelt on. You're worse than my kid. Because it ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. Uh, Definitely. Either way. Thank you guys. Every, you know, again. By, oh, by the way, one last thing. Did you know in Alaska, you know, people think Frank and I are related. Well, you, you're Mexican. I know. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys related? Yeah. He was, yeah. it was so funny. Um, At the I, won't, end. I won't say who said it, but someone said that. And as soon as we parted <laughs> ways from that chick that asked that, he's like, fucking racist bitch. Because <laughs> 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 she sat down, we, Frank comes sat down next to me. We're on this couch and she looks at us. She goes, so the two of you related? Uh, you I can't believe that they didn't think David was related to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come uh, on. Dude, I laugh so hard. Fucking you, racist bitch. <laughs> you, oh. you guys didn't talk about the uh, the hotel incident. Oh, God, man. Yeah. One last story. You know, we were sleeping in. Um, we finally get back to the hotel, you know, nice and comfortable, warm bed. And all of a sudden, we just hear like, I'm like, dude, do you hear that? Then all of a sudden, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, dude, it's like obnoxiously loud. It's like, boom. Boom, boom. And then I text Dave and, uh, and I think he looked at my Instagram story. He's like, dude, what's going on over there? He, they come over and check it out. Dude, it, well, some, <laughs> someone's going full on ham in the room next to us. With, uh, and, you know, Frank and I are 14 years old. Yeah. We're giggling, giggling. <laughs> opening, opening the door, recording it. Oh, uh, <laughs> Lord. No. Giggling like a bunch of little kids. Uh, Funny. Yeah. Fun trick. Fun trip. Did he last long or do you guys get some sleep? Oh, dude, no, he lasted no. like three hours. <laughs> I kept oh. going. I'm like, uh, dang. I know. We're like, are we, are we being punked? What's going on here? <laughs> and then there's Frank, go knock on the door, pound on the door real quick and run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're real mature. That's yeah. funny. Uh, that's all right. Well, cool. <laughs> guys, I appreciate you, uh, you all hopping on the podcast. Um, actually, you guys probably uh, aren't happy because I was late this morning. I actually slept. Uh, Sleeping pills and in, in, uh, whiskey work. Uh, so I actually slept like six and a half hours. So I was a little bit late. I was like 20 minutes late. It wasn't that bad. No, 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 no. I just uh, took a shot and to get some sleep. I've been I didn't sleep till two days after we got back. So back the night he and I got back, um, I was up the next morning at 3.30 going out with Amy on a elk hunt. So yeah, I didn't, get, didn't sleep too much. But I got some last night. Either way. Any parting words? Thank you. No problem. Eat spam, kids. It's good for you. <laughs> yeah. And tortillas. Amen. 